Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Loud Rooster Podcast. Episode 5. Episode 5. This is a big deal. Five episodes in. How many many movies had five? Like, movie series had five. What what movies can you think of? Because we... There's not very many good ones. Star Wars we talked about previously. There's not very many good ones. Well, I guess... If you think about movies that actually make it to five five sequels, um, there's a small Rocky. number. I mean, Rocky, Rocky was okay. Um, you got you know, the Harry Potters. The Harry Potters were great. Lord of the Rings were great. Star Wars you, was great. Yeah. Um, Rambo. Is, it kind of went downhill after Rambo one. To me. Is there five Rambos? I think. Wow. There's uh, no, I know there's four. That's crazy. I think the last one is called, it's just called Rambo or. You know, uh, Land Before Time has like 30 of them. (laughs) It's like the, it's like the now that's what you call music, but for current tunes. Right. Dude, just like the Lion King has. Oh, God. You uh, know, when they start doing like two and a half, three and a half, stop it. The the difference in the quality of the animation on some of those uh, movies like that, like it's so obvious that they called in the B team to do the the sequels to those. The uh, the animation and even the storyline, the singing, the songs, all that stuff, uh, none of it comes close to what it uh, was like in the first uh, movie. But here's the here's the thing, Rob. Episode five of the Loud Rooster podcast, same production quality. Absolutely. Same fantastic <laughs> voice characters. And oh, I would even say it's probably better than the first one or the second one. That's probably true. Yeah, but, we're not the Terminator over here. But when you say the same production quality, that's not saying a whole lot. <laughs> that's Have not faith. saying a lot. Have faith. So, uh... Let's talk about this. Last week we recorded not a not too long ago, but we've done some things since then. So, Rob, tell me what's uh, tell me what's good with you, and if you've had any hiccups. Um, I need to. Uh, I've I let, let myself go. Whenever a holiday comes around, I kind of let myself go a little bit with the eating. So, you know, and it's not. I'm not. You know, <clears throat> depressed about it or anything. I. I'm not beating myself up. Yeah. It's just I realize, you know, that uh, I'm not going to lose any weight if I'm, you know, and it's not that I'm eating horrible. I'm doing things like eating a bun with my on my hamburger instead of not having a bun on my hamburger. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? So you've gone you've gone to bunless now? Yeah, I've been bunless. I mean, I, I've you're, lived my entire you're a strong life, dude. I've lived my entire life bunless, if you ask my wife. My hamstrings are so tight. My hamstrings are so tight, dude. It's embarrassing. But it, like, it. I, I swear to you, that's why I don't have a butt. It's because my hamstrings are so tight, it pulls my butt cheeks up underneath my body like a turtle shell. I need to tell my wife that same thing because she says I look like a frog standing up. That visual is something else, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I bet she that. said that to you when you were naked. Well, you know, I I don't remember. <laughs> it's PTSD now <laughs> from that type of stuff. Yeah, I, I, but yeah, I honestly think that my uh, the reason I don't have a butt is because I've I've got really tight hamstrings, cause me to have butt tuck disease. But tug disease. But tug so, disease. but but when it comes to food, yeah, you don't you you're sans bun. Yeah, you just, just have a hamburger with just it, the patty. Yeah, carbo. Cause, and I'm a and the thing is I'm a sandwich guy and I love bread. Uh, but 
the carbs just cause me to feel bloated, dude. They cause me to feel bloated and so I'm interested because I, you know, I I'm also a sandwich guy. I enjoy a good hamburger, and I could probably do a hamburger without a bun. I just never have tried. But my question is like condiments and toppings. Like, how do you tackle that on a hamburger? Well, first thing you have to do is get comfortable with the idea of eating a hamburger with a fork. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, which you know, part of it is just. There's this uh, the familiarity of the the actual physical action of picking up a hamburger and putting it in your mouth, right? That whole sandwich, the meat delivery system. We talked about that. Right. So that's part of it. So you got to get used to that. But as far as you know, I might put some, you know, I might put a little bit of ketchup and mustard on there if I want some pickles. I might, you know, put uh, lettuce. You know, some lettuce is really good. Like, you know, I'll, I'll wrap my burger in that, and that gives me that sensation of eating a sandwich. Ah, yeah, the the lettuce <clears throat> bun. Okay. Yeah, and you can, man, I think any burger joint nowadays will give you your burger wrapped in lettuce instead of bread. I know Five Guys will, um, and I'm pretty sure Ooh. Burger King will. Okay. I mean, I haven't had Burger King in a long time, but... Um, I have to look into that because, you know, there's so many spent calories on. And when you think about a hamburger, and you're right, it's the meat delivery system, I think, that and the convenience is what gets you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not here for the bun. Right, right. I'm not here for the bun. Right. <clears throat> I know there's some bun guys, uh, you know, there's people out there that they're, you know, that's the, that's the big thing. And my wife makes them great. Bread, man. She, uh, we had some barbecue a while back, and we didn't have any hamburger buns, and neither one of us felt like going to the store. So my wife just um, made some buns from scratch. It was the best bread I've ever had, dude. How was that? <laughs> man, we don't feel like going to the store. Just make some bread. Just from make scratch. some bread, dude. My wife is amazing in the kitchen, especially when it comes to baking anything. Bread. Any kind nice. of desserts, but I mean, she loves doing everything from scratch. That's awesome. So, so uh, tell me how your Fourth of July went. Like, what what all did you do? You talked about the you you typically slip a little bit on the holidays, but yeah, what's, I, uh, what's the good in that? Well, you know, I mean, you get to eat some food. Like, so pulled out the grill. Um, I have a Weber. I don't have a Rectec. Oof, gotta get you one. Um, use so, code use code Haba na Haba for five percent off. Five percent off. I was aware of that. Um, but yeah, I pulled out the Weber, throw some charcoal in there, and I have this thing called a smoker tube. It's a stainless steel tube with holes drilled through it that you can fill with wood chips or wood pellets, and you light it on fire, let it burn for a little bit, blow it out, and it just creates hickory smoke so i put that in the grill with the with the charcoal and we grill i grilled some uh some chicken using some tony what's that cajun seasoning tony dash yeah whatever that is yeah. yeah um so we had some of that on there and some uh adobo and oh man paprika it's good stuff and then some hot dogs and and hamburgers the typicals yeah yeah so i had that so like last night i had a chicken breast um and a hamburger and i think i had a hot dog too because my kids man my kids are so picky it's ridiculous but my kids my my daughter hates eating meat i mean she's 10 years old and she's like i don't understand why you would kill an innocent animal and I'm like, hey, oh man, it tastes. That's good. impressive that she has that. That, that. is it. Is it impressive? I mean, That's one way to look at it. Yes. Well, I'm also a meat lover myself. I yeah. could go straight carnivore if I had to. Yeah. Like the exact opposite of a vegetarian or a vegan. Um, shout out to all you guys that can mentally not make yourself eat meat because <laughs> bacon is is a force to be reckoned with. It is. Um, but. 
I, I find it impressive at 10 years old, she's already formed the idea that she's like, I'm not eating meat and here's why. Yeah. I so mean, I, yeah. I, I get that that's annoying from a parent cooking for your children because you're like, I'm not cooking three different meals. Right. But she also, she also doesn't like pizza. She doesn't like not even cheese pizza. She'll eat cheese bread, but she doesn't like the sauce on pizza. She doesn't like ketchup. <laughs> um, so it, it really limits us as far as what we can give her for, you know, for meals and stuff. My son, growing up four years or three years younger than her, has watched her have a disdain for all these foods. So he automatically just said, well, that's the way, you know, I'm not supposed to like these things. And we're noticing that as we can convince him to actually try different foods, he's starting to like them. And we talked about that in one of the previous episodes when he figured out that he liked pepperoni pizza. And now, you know, that totally changes the, uh, how much pizza is made available to dad because he wants to chop down (laughs) and I go in there to get like two more slices of pizza and I come sit down and he is eyeballing my plate so hard. And he's like, did you leave any more in there, bro? Well, that's when you, that's when he gets a little bit bigger and then you're going to have an issue on your hands, Rob. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But he's, uh, it's so funny. Like he'll eat McDonald's chicken nuggets. He'll eat, which we don't go to very much, but Chick-fil-A, he'll, he'll tear those uh, chicken nuggets up, but he won't in in Zaxby's. But like, if we have just like regular chicken here at the house, he's not interested. No dino nuggies for him, huh? No. Well, maybe, Uh, maybe. So, so what's it like going through a drive-thru like at Chick-fil-A with your daughter who doesn't eat? Does she do chicken? No. She's straight at Chick-fil-A or really any other kind of fast food place. She is fries and yogurt parfaits. That's it. That's craziness. Fruit cups. Okay. Well, and let me, let me give a shout out to all you restaurants out there. Fix your fruit cup. Don't, I, I can't stand melons. If I'm gonna order a fruit cup and you list all these different fruits that are in there and you give me a strawberry and a grape and then the rest is just <laughs> honeydew and cantaloupe i was about to say a half a cantaloupe in there i mean come on fix it you don't like melons oh no dude i can oh. i can tolerate watermelon just because and where i'm from with like we, we put salt on watermelon yeah, um, little tagine, tagine. I haven't had Mexican that. Spice. That might fix it. That Dude, might fix it. That's fire. You need to try it. But the watermelon, uh, here's the thing. My favorite candy is watermelon Jolly Ranchers. But like regular watermelon doesn't have the tartness that I would prefer. Gotcha. So, you know, I've, I've experimented like putting either lemon juice or maybe a orange or something like that would be good on it. But I need the tartness, and watermelon just doesn't have it for me. But any other kind of melon, honeydew, abomination. Cantaloupe, cantaloupe, excrement. It's all bad. But that's also the cheapest, I think. Hot take. Hot take from Rob here today. (laughs) Sorry, I apologize to all you melon uh, lovers out there. That's just the way it is. Mobby. But yeah, so, um, yeah, man, it was good. My wife makes some killer baked beans. How do you, do you doctor up your baked beans when you make them? Uh, usually, yeah. I mean, I doctor up a lot of stuff whenever I make it because I just don't want it to be standard. Right. But, um, like I I tell you who does a really good job. Bush beans makes those grilling beans and they have like eight different types Hmm. that you can get. They're not bad uh, if you get the right one, but I'll I'll still throw in maybe some some bacon in there or mm. some extra sauce that I like, yeah. you know. Um, throw it in my smoker and then oh yeah, and, yeah. and let it roll from there. But we what, do, what about uh, we do barbecue sauce, mustard, and hot sauce? 
Mustard. Yeah. I didn't, when I saw somebody do it, and I, I can't stand watching people make food that I'm going to eat because if they do something weird to it. Yeah, you're instantly like, I'm nah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I saw this lady. She was making baked beans for everybody, and she pulled out the bottle of mustard, and she squirted a bunch of mustard in there and started mixing it up. I'm like, what in the, like, what is this? And I tasted it, and it was amazing. And I've done, I put mustard in my beans ever since. Really? Now, okay. people don't like it because it has a tendency to change the color. It makes it a color. lighter yeah. brown. But um, that's why, I, like, the barbecue sauce helps with that. And the red sauce yeah. and the hot sauce both kind of darken it up a little bit. And it's awesome. I'll have to check that out <clears throat> next time I do baked beans. That's interesting. Yeah, and I'll probably have to do a small portion. Yeah. Because I know we as humans are visual eaters. Right. And just the color changing probably <laughs> going to gross out um, my better half yeah. right here. Yeah. You know? Well, I've, yeah, heard, so. I've heard some things about her this episode already. She sounds like a very mean person. She's the best. Baby, if you're listening to this episode number five, I love you. And he doesn't look like a frog standing up. And I don't look like a frog standing up exactly. Kinda. <laughs> hey, so, yeah, 4th of July was awesome. Fireworks weren't that bad. They didn't go too late. Um, and thankfully my kids are at an age where it didn't bother them as much as it usually does. They usually freak out. Um, but uh, as far as that was my highs, I mean, as far as my low goes... Um, you know, just trying to stay confident. I find myself, my confidence goes up and down and, uh, you know, all these things that we tell our listeners and followers on social media and stuff, it's crazy that it's, it's hard to remember those things for myself, you know? And, yeah. uh, so, um, what about... What about you? I don't want to get too far ahead because I had a lot yeah, of yeah. thoughts uh, yesterday so, during my walk. but For sure. And I'm, we'll get into that in detail. Um, so highs, obviously, 4th of July is a, a good time. We we uh, we went over to uh, Buddy's house. We had food all together and everybody brought, you know, their own dish and it ended up really good. And it was kind of fun because um, it was multicultural. Uh, at the house so there was some food that i wouldn't traditionally have eaten huh. on on fourth of july uh but it was kind of kind of nice to have that we still had the standard barbecue stuff yeah uh, i throw that out there what was the um, uh, what was the new stuff man there was some flan there oh. was some um some fried rice with some sausage in there there was some uh uh even a dessert meal that was was uh milk jello with raspberries and blueberries milk i'm gonna be honest here i'm gonna be honest here guys i didn't go for it just the what the white jello kinds of kind of freaks me out but um i'm sure it was probably good it was probably like your daughter's uh fruit parfait that she gets at restaurants that's what i was thinking um but we had a good time shot off fireworks played a good bit of cornhole you know pretty standard fourth of july yeah um and, uh, you know, I got uh, two good workouts in uh, on Sunday and then yesterday uh, also uh, with with doing uh, doing the walk. Uh, Lowe's. Um, so after my ride uh, on, I did 14 miles on Sunday, and after my ride, I kind of tweaked my knee. Um, and I didn't think much about that. I'll, I'll have tweaks here and there, you know. Yeah. And I talked about that in episode one where sometimes you just got to keep on pushing through and your body's just telling you to do something. But um, yesterday, did the 10K. And uh, last night, it was it was bothering me some more, but I was still able to move around. Today, I wake up and I am basically a pirate with a wooden leg. Um, I'm having some some troubles trying to get around bending it. I noticed it was swollen last night. So, 
Um, I guess the negative is I'm going to have to take a few days off and I, I was feeling good about getting back yeah. into it, but I'm going to have to take a few days off to let my body recover. And hopefully it's nothing serious. What kind of, uh, what kind of pain are you talking about? Like, where is like, it? On uh, your right under my kneecap. Uh, um, and, and a little bruised, a little swollen, but it's nothing crazy. Um, it's not on the sides, uh, not really underneath. Um, so, and I was looking at a chart that basically says it's probably inflammation, right? Yeah. Uh, runner's knee is something people get. So I'm thinking it's probably something similar to that. Um, and you talking about gout last, uh, last episode, you know, I, I've had bouts with gout also, and I haven't had it in quite some time. I say quite some time, probably six months, but I've never had it past my toe. And usually when I get it in my toe, it's the worst thing ever. But yeah. um, this isn't l- quite like that. I mean, I can bend around and walk, and I don't right. think it's gout, but um, hopefully it's not. Man, gout um, is, oh, gout's the worst. It sucks. Dude. You know, it's the king's disease. Yeah. So uh, they, they say that because uh, back when back when gout was only for those who could eat enough because it typically right. coincides with bigger people right? well yeah and they could only eat the food they're the only ones that could afford the food that would cause gout to my, have enough calories to be to be heavy back yeah. then my english uh professor at the university of mary washington called me gout boy because i'd come in with a i used to use a putter as a cane whenever i'd had flare-ups but she's like okay. well you know you being an english major the gout is a very literary disease. Like a lot of uh, a lot of great authors in history suffered with gout. I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't make me feel any better. Yeah, no, I, but dude, I don't just care the who weight, else has it. Like just the weight, <laughs> just, yeah, just the weight of the sheet. Oh, yeah, just send you yeah, reeling yeah. in pain, dude. I, I had, sleep like, on the left side of the bed. I hope if I ever have gout, it's on my left foot because then I can kick that foot out under the sheets. Oh, right? <laughs> if it's my right foot. Oh, yeah. oh, so right there with you, man. It's the worst. Um, so yeah, you were telling me, uh, we got a shout yeah, out we, on Reddit or something. Yeah. So yesterday I was doing a 10 K, I did a special 10 K, which we'll get into details about in a little while. Well, let's, you want to go ahead and throw that out yeah, there? Yeah. Let's talk. About okay. It. So. So yesterday I'm thinking, what's something that's specific to 4th of July that a lot of people would know, right, That that's catchy? And, you know, I'm going to do this 10K. You did the 10K with me. Shout yeah. out to St- Steve the Pirate, who's also a streamer on Reddit, also did a 10K virtually uh, with us. Nice. Um, and uh, I said, uh, let's that's call the, it something that's fun. That's the second pirate reference this episode. Yeah, it is. Hey, real quick. I'll keep them coming. Do you know what a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet is? Most people think it'd be the C, but it'd actually be my first love. I f***ed up. (laughs) (laughs) Most people think it'd be the R. But it's really the C. But it'd be my first love, the C. Oh, Oh, boy. Don't throw that out of this episode. People are going to get a crack up. I'm going to put some that. bleeps in there. Yeah. I'm probably okay, going to throw some enough. bleeps in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Pirate Steve. Is that his name? Pirate yeah. Steve? Uh, Steve the Pirate. Steve the yes. Pirate. Steve the Pirate also did a 10K. Um, and I was thinking about something catchy. And I, I, I honed in for some reason. I was sitting there thinking about it. And uh, we created the first annual. Put it in reverse, Terry, 10K. Oh, For you guys that video. don't know that epic video, viral go gold. Search, yeah, go search, put it in reverse, Terry. And every single 4th of July, just watch it one time. It's so good. Yeah. It's if, just like if you Pringles. Know, you can't watch it once. No, you'll watch it at least three times. Yeah. Pure <laughs> comedy. Um, so we did the put it in reverse Terry 10 K. Uh, I hit mine very early in the day. And then, um, you know, th- 
we get comments. I see comments all the time. But this comment here is a person who is in the Discord. They're uh, they're very involved on Instagram and over here on Reddit. And this is uh, my man, Mysterious Gnome eight four two. I just call him Gnome. Um, said uh, I, I mentioned the podcast, and he said I've really been enjoying the podcast. It's Rob's story. Huh. of all or nothing that really resonates with me. Um, and, and you know, it's, it's cool that, that you got a shout out on my Reddit because I don't talk about you. Right. So this is someone who's genuinely yeah. enjoying this, enjoying it. And, and he also added, he goes, uh, we all need to hear that we make a difference. Right. Mm-hmm. He goes, I know for me, sometimes I go out eat once a month and it can really derail me for like weeks because I feel like I fail. And then I screw say, screw it. Um, Kiko's out the window. Yeah. Right. So it's been helping me to be more mindful and realize that one day, and I like this quote, one day is one day. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, so that was a huge shout out to you, man, uh, yeah. from, from mysterious me. gnome. Like that's, um, that's pretty awesome. Thanks gnome for those, uh, kind words, dude. Like it just confirms like why we're doing what we're doing. That's yeah. what it's Th- about. There's, and that's what I told him while, while we, I was on stream. I said, it's, you know, if we get 10 people to watch this, as long as they resonate with it and when they know they're not alone, we're. This is why we're here. Yeah, you need to get this gnomes. Why we're here. You need to get gnomes' address so we can send him a uh, Loud Rooster podcast sticker. I probably could make that happen. I'll I'll reach out to him later on <clears throat> Discord. So, um, so yeah, the the 10k put it in reverse, Terry 10k. You know, I got up. I think I started walking at 9:30. Oh, okay. Which to me is is way too early. <laughs> um, 9:30. I was I was hitting the treadmill. Um, and, and you know, that, like I said, the knee was kind of tweaked, but I powered through, it felt really good. I felt fine after probably one mile in, um, nothing at all powered through and, and had a, had a personal best on the 10 K time, had a lot of fun doing it and and honestly probably could have done more, but, uh, Hmm. I didn't want to because a lot of the times I know if I push myself on something like that, it, it might, yeah might not go well. So tell me about yours. And I know you were tuned into our Instagram and our, uh, our Facebook at the loud rooster podcast. Uh, yeah. I popped in a couple times to say what's up, but tell me how yours went. Yeah. Cause you're good. outdoors. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was good, dude. I, uh, in our last episode, I talked about my new Brooks running shoes and because they're new, um, they aren't really broken in yet. So I got some blisters on the, uh, backs of my heels so I had to start <clears throat> I had to think about all these things leading into it so I had my heels all taped up I had uh you know my favorite pair of socks to wear everything was about comfort I was stretching out my back I was stretching out my legs I didn't want anything to pop up as an excuse man so I was ready to go um you know that first uh that first mile felt really good i was um streaming on facebook in that first one and it was cool to get some shout outs from my uh, my family and stuff and mm-hmm. and some friends just encouraging me and <clears throat> so that was cool and uh the weather was great i mean it was probably low low 80s i didn't get started until i don't know it was probably 11 something like that um and it all felt good, and then I went over on Instagram and was streaming there a little bit, uh, but everything was great. And then, like, mile five, I started to really feel the heat. Like, at that point, it was, you know, it was like 12, something like that. Um, High noon. Yeah, bro. So, all the, uh, all the shade that I was enjoying earlier in the day was gone. And uh, so it was long strips of walking in the sun, and um, I mentioned this in my uh, 
and when I was streaming, my at mile five, my fingers started turning into sausages because I was a little dehydrated. And um, how do you do? You carry water with you when you're no, like because normally I'm only doing two miles. So, um, so were you doing a loop by your house, or how was so how was that working? I have two routes that I have two two mile routes that I've done. One takes me down into this uh, really nice neighborhood and then the other is the opposite direction it walks all the way through my neighborhood and down to my kids school and back um so i uh, i got a bottle of ice water and put it by my mailbox because um each one each loop ends at my driveway so that way you know every two miles i could drink a bunch of water and and then keep gotcha okay so if I hadn't been doing that, gosh, it probably would have been really bad. I never started feeling, you know, dizzy or anything like that. But uh, <clears throat> I was definitely dehydrated because I was I was sweating a lot. Um, How you feeling today? I feel yeah, good. The aftermath. I mean, my body's okay, a little good. achy. Yeah. Body's a little achy. I will say, um, in I guess it was between mile one and two, I was coming back towards my house, and there's a slight incline that lead on our road and I was walking down it and my right knee started to kind of twinge a little bit mm. and uh so that got me a little worried but once it flattened out that went away and I didn't feel it again so but it was cool I haven't the, the uh the loop that takes me through the neighborhood not far from our house is one that I got started on during this whole walking process and um, you know, people got used to seeing me out there and people were, you know, were stopping me and, um, just talking about like, how, no, don't stop me this time. <laughs> no, not yesterday, not yesterday, but back when I was walking there all the time, they were talking about how, you know, it was how consistent I was and how committed I was. And, you know, mm-hmm. these are folks that look like they were in much better shape than I am. Um, they were talking about how they needed to get out and start walking and stuff. And, um, <clears throat> so walking through there yesterday, I hadn't been in there a while. So it was funny. People would drive by and I'd see their face light up and they'd kind of, they'd point at me and wave or they'd honk and He's stuff back. like that. So that was, that was cool. That's a good feeling. Yeah. So I did, I started in my house, walked up to my kid's school and back to the house, that's two miles. Then I went down to the neighborhood route and back to the house, that was two miles. And then I did the other school route again um, for a total of six. I think it ended up doing like 6.2 or 6.3, something like that. But, uh, yeah, man, that last mile was um, about <laughs> about five, five and a quarter miles. I was like, gosh, do I need to start thinking about shit like should I – keep going or should i stop like i don't want to pass out um, yeah Some because when, like when you get driveway yeah when you get uh when you get dehydrated your your capillaries start to close up and it that it causes your um your blood pressure will go down mm-hmm. um like or no it, it goes I can't remember what it is. Something happens with your blood pressure and it can cause you to pass out because you're struggling to, um, because you're dehydrated, you're struggling to pump blood throughout your body. And, uh, I was freaked out. So, but I just slowed down a little bit. Like my heart rate was, was much higher than it should be. Uh, I mean, it wasn't crazy, but it was a lot higher than it normally is when I'm on my walk. Um, So the big question is: Was that the first ten k you've done? No, no. I, I, when I when I got my first pair of Brooks, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go out and and just walk, and I just felt like keep going and going. And so that was my second ten k. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. my second. Um, but it so, was good overall. I just you know I feel like if I had been a little more hydrated, it would have been an even better experience. I get that, man. Hydration is king. If you don't hydrate, you dehydrate. Oh, I've never heard that before, but that is true. 
That is true. So, so our goal for next year, our goal for next year with the put it in reverse Terry 10K. The second annual. Second annual infamous put it in reverse Terry 10K is to have a couple things happen. One, have more people from around the globe join us on the put it in reverse Terry 10K virtually. Yes. Right? So if you're doing it virtually, we want you to join us and uh and I think this is gonna become even if we're not doing this anymore, this is a thing. Um and then Rob and I were talking uh earlier talking about potentially making this a real life in person find a place that would have us. I don't know if this would be next year, but you know, in in the future. Um have have a physical location that we could do a 10k from yeah i mean and, it wouldn't uh, have to be uh you know if it's one of those things where if you're around come join us you know yeah but yeah we should super definitely non-official have, fun 10k yeah we right? should definitely have t-shirts um that would be awesome but dude think, like this you think I'm, terry would show up <laughs> and only do it in reverse the whole way <laughs> If he did, he would win, I bet. Oh, uh, yeah, he has a little more power than yeah. we do. And have a, he could have like a little autograph signing afterwards. Man. That'd be awesome. This thing just keeps growing. <laughs> That's what he said. In our heads, at least. Um, but yeah, dude, on my on my uh, walk, you know, you have a lot of time to, to think when you're walking for two hours. And there are two things that kept invading my mind and one was the the people who are who were like me and like you that were that are just desperate to change their life you know what i'm saying like it really is a life or death situation um but who haven't found the motivation to do it yet and um bro my heart really breaks for them because I, I know that desperate feeling and you feel like there's nothing that you can do. Um, or you don't believe when people tell you that, you know, that you need to change, you don't believe that it can, it, it can happen. <clears throat> so I talked a lot about that on the stream. Um, and then I started thinking about one of the reasons why people don't get out and do something is because of what they're told, um, you know, all these coaches on Instagram. Some of them have uh, pretty bad ways of trying to motivate people, and it's not for everybody. Now, some folks might get into the being yelled at and cussed at and insulted into inspiration. I don't know what you want to call it, but... To me, it's ridiculous. But there's just one guy in particular. I'm not going to tell you his name because I don't want you to go give him any views. But he was like, uh, I mean, he's fit, dude. Like, he's ripped and, you know, he's been obviously been working out and eating well for a while. And uh, mm -hmm. and so it's just, you know, his face on this video. And he's like, uh, when's the last time you went to the gym? From the looks of it, it's been a long time. I'm like, is that like is somebody watching that and literally going, dude? You're right. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for making me feel horrible about myself. Let me get up and do something about that. And the he's like, shame game. You huh? need to get into the gym right after now. But and I'm just like, dude, there's just no like. Not only does that not inspire people. But, like, if you're trying to inspire through insult and shame, you are doing the exact opposite. But you know what that makes me? If I did not know what gyms were like, because many people who are out of shape and trying to get in shape don't know, right? Because yeah. they've never been. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm not going to the gym now because it's DBs like you. Right that are going to be there. And I don't want to be a part of that because yeah. you're going to look down on me. You're going to yeah. insult me. Screw that. 
And and that mentality right there is probably why a lot of people shy away from gyms. And that's why another large gym in the U.S. that has purple in the color uh, succeeds because they don't allow that. But then again, they also feed you pizza on a certain right. day of the week. So that's kind of an interesting thing. And they're but see that's it's really cheap membership there, so maybe it's worth it just for the week the free free meal every week. I bet you, you come might out be on this. I bet you you might be on to something. Well, it matters how much pizza they allow that's you to true. have. That's true. Um, but yeah, so like, this is another one of those things, and we we just talked about gout. I was talking about gout on my when I was streaming during my walk, like people who are obese and and overweight like me especially when i was 415 pounds when i wake up when i would wake up in the morning my ankles and knees would hurt so bad that i could barely walk dude and mm-hmm. so outside of the the mental barriers that stop someone from actually getting up and making a change in their life there's also the physical barriers of, you know, how do I deal with this pain? How do I, like, I don't even feel like getting up and walking, much less doing any kind of exercise. It's a lot easier to say no when you yeah. have that added to the equation. It's a lot easier to say no when you're like, well, now I have to figure out how to tie my shoes. You know, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just, yeah. it's ridiculous. And I guarantee you that there's some of these folks that are, that are the coaches like this, if they had to deal with some of the things that these, like that heavy set people had to deal with, um, they wouldn't do it either. If they well, you know out, why they've never been there, Rob. Right. Right. They've never been there. And, and if they, you can watch a lot of these people who have gone from fat to fit to now uh, instructors or whatever you want to call them. They have an entirely different approach. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one of them talk down upon other people yeah. because they've been there. Yeah. Right. And I think it's a strong indicator that if you're looking for someone to inspire you other than Rob and PK, Find one that fits what you want. You don't have to go with whatever's popular. You don't have to go with whatever's sitting in front of you on your Instagram. You can find something that fits the mold that you are most inspired by and roll with that. Just like uh, Alex Solomon, who we talked about in the last episode. Like his stuff is great. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that Alex, you know, I'm sure that he has a, that coaching for him is a passion and it's probably also a business. It's probably how he makes money. But from what I've seen, he's really good at it. I've dude lost 135 pounds, um, and is willing to share this, a lot of the things that led to his success on his Instagram for free. So if you're looking for a coach, I would check him out. I don't know, you know what it costs or anything like that. Um, I just know from what he has shared, you know, he's a good dude. Um, and I, I know that there's somebody out there that's listening to us and they're saying, well, you're, you could talk about, you know, sore ankles and sore knees and how you can't bend over to tie your, your shoes and all that stuff. But you're the one that puts yourself in that situation to begin with. I know that. I know that. Yeah. We're aware. <laughs> Does that, do, do you think that that makes it better or worse knowing that? Do you think that's like a revelation that's going to be, oh, you're right. I did this to myself. Oh, well, then never mind. No, it makes it worse. If that whole mental side of it, just it all just caves in. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I don't think any of us want to be this way. Right. right? And yeah. I, I say that as a broad statement. I've watched some weird TV shows. There's probably people out there that are into that. But but the major, major majority uh, fell on dependency of food for behavioral 
you know, reasons. And I'm going to leave that broad on purpose. And they look back and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I've gotten this way. And I've been there and you've been there and I've been there multiple times and you have too. Yeah. We've talked about this, right? So it's it's one of those things that, uh, man, I remember I remember telling my wife, if I ever get above 300 pounds, oof, forget about it. And that was a very easy target to overjump yeah. um, over time, right? So, um, yeah, we, you know, you got to get past your head, guys. You got to get past your head. And as, as Mysterious Gnome824 said, one day is just one day. Yeah. He's a wise, I'm, I'm assuming, is it a guy or a girl? Not that it matters. I just don't want to. It's a guy. Yeah, I asked him yesterday to make sure uh, I I used the proper pronouns. He goes, yeah. this is the first time that, that this has ever been asked to me. I said, well, it's kind of weird because I can't see you or hear you. So I always assumed you're a woman, and I was wrong. Yeah. There you go. You never know. I mean, gnomes could be guys or girls. Yeah, it's a whole race in the, in the D&D spectrum. Yeah. Man, you know what's weird about D&D? This is a weird rabbit trail. I've always loved playing it whenever I've played it, but I haven't played it in probably 30 years. Probably 30 years. We should get a group years. together because I play weekly. Gosh. A buddy of mine used to do LARPing. Yeah, I'm not into that. Like, yeah, that's but too he much. used to tell me, st- like, the idea of going off to, to, to camp for an entire weekend in character with this storyline. And there's yeah. hundreds of people. Like that's really interesting to me. It sounds amazing, and I've had friends who have LARPed also, but it's like I'm a nerd. But at what at what point in the the nerdism do you go? That's enough. <laughs> and I think dressing up and going somewhere for a weekend to act as a character might be my cutoff point. Yeah, they. Uh, That's a pretty high cutoff point, though, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> His group was called the Ale Bellies. I like it. He said, "Yeah, dude, would just get there, get show up, and you're drinking mead the whole time, and you're just running around, going on adventures and sword fighting, and trying not to die." Yeah. And there's like a, there's a, a pub and people like their job like their character is a barmaid so they work at the pub the whole time or there's you know there's wizards there's bad guys there's king there's a queen and all this stuff that'd be a blast and i don't care if you think i am a nerd for saying that whoever's listening laughing i don't even care probably my cousin nick thinks i'm an idiot for saying i'd be into it if you're also if you're listening and you LARP, go ahead and invite Rob to your session. He'll gladly yes. come. I'll tell you what. Yeah. If you're into LARPing, you should invite the Loud Rooster podcast to do a podcast from your LARPing location. And PK and I both will show up. I mean, that's also very possible. In period clothing, also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll go all out, dude. If it's uh, medieval, will we only talk Old English the entire time? I'm going to have to brush up on my Old English, but that sounds like the right thing to do. And I'm going to have to work on, you know, I'm going to have to put together a pool noodle sword or, you know, all that stuff. You can't you can't show up without weapons. you oh, got to no, have no. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, uh, you got to stay strapped or you'll get clapped. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, <laughs> that needs to be on a t-shirt. Stay strapped or get clapped. Maybe that should be on the 10K t-shirt for next year. Ooh, Just as like a byline, yeah. you know. Put it in reverse, Terry. Terry Stay strapped or get, get clapped. clapped. People have no clue what what any of this is. No. I've and already that got, almost is the best part about it. Yeah. I've already got visuals for the shirt and... And everything is going to be awesome. It's Terry sitting there, just a silhouette of Terry with yeah. fireworks going off. For uh, obvious reasons. Right? Put it in reverse. If, so, yeah, if you haven't seen that video, you got to check it out. It's awesome. If you need a laugh, 
Go check it out. That's the one to watch. Yes. I have a goal for next week. For next What's week's that? podcast. I need to uh, get my garage cleaned out so that I can get access to my gym. I have an awesome gym in my garage. Um, I got a, you know, one of those cages in there where I can, you know, do squats and bench press and all that. I've got a weightlifting platform. I've got all these weights and dumbbells and barbells and, um, I've got a rowing machine. I've got all these things, dude, and I don't use it. So my goal is for the, by the next podcast, um, is to get that stuff cleaned out. And actually start using it. Boom. Guys, he, he put it in he put it into fruition. Yeah. So let's hold him accountable. So and once I get it cleaned out, I'll put uh, insta- uh pictures on Instagram so you can see what I have. Some of the stuff I've made, which is pretty cool. I'm into DIY stuff, so I don't have to spend the money. Yeah. But um for sure. I put up a picture of my son watching Empire Strikes Back on Instagram. Did you see that? I did. I uh, I lo- I, I LOL'd uh, <laughs> yeah. whenever I saw it because I figured it, that's what it was. Yeah, he was scared to death. Good stuff. <clears throat> so, dude, anything you got? Anything else, man? We're we're uh, almost out of time here. No, yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to recover from this knee and then keep on rocking yeah. whatever that looks like. So, um, we'll we'll see how that that pans out. I'm taking today off. I'm not doing any walking after yesterday's six miles. I think that's fair. And then uh, I'm going to get back at it tomorrow, dude. Back Good at deal, it. man. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow's hump day, so. Good deal. Get out there and hump. I mean, don't, like, don't just randomly hump, people. That's uncalled for. That's I guess what great, I'm saying is find that's someone. That's a great workout, though. Find someone who wants to be humped by you and hump them on hump day. Isn't so tomorrow's hump day. So there's two things getting deleted from. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want people to say, well, the podcast told me to go out and start humping people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're going to hump. Yeah. Ask for permission. Sign consent. Three forms of ID. Thank you. Oh, geez. This needs to end now. My name is Rob. He's PK. And I- And we're the Loud Rooster Podcast. See you guys next time. Love you.